Hello everyone, my name is Andrea Alejandre and I'm here to walk with you as we grow and learn and implement spirituality into our day-to-day lives. All of course with a hint of humor, a dash of science, and a pinch of F-bombs. So hold on tight because it's about to get real fucking spiritual. I know that you just got here, but I have been sitting here trying to record this wonderful episode for a hot minute. And by a hot minute, I mean I have tried several times within the last few weeks and it has not been able to happen. So we're good. We are going to be switching to a new platform. Yes, you will still be able to hear it through Spotify, Apple Music, all of the hot top 100 places that you are listening to this. I don't even know where it's being distributed, to be honest. But my platform where I'm recording is going to have to change because, (laughs) yo, let me tell you, the universe is testing my patience. I have recorded this episode probably 30 times in the last hour and a half. Granted, my episodes aren't that long. So today I really wanted to talk about intent. And my intention with this podcast from the very beginning was to show spirituality both being vulnerable and being strong. And not that spirituality is vulnerable or strong, but that I am living my spirituality through through vulnerability most of the time. Like, I am not this chipper, happy-go-getter person 100% of the time, and that's okay. However, (laughs) that being said, I was coming at this podcast all wrong. And the universe made sure that I knew that because it keeps giving me all of these roadblocks and all of these frustrations along the way. So I'm going to write this or I'm going to just do this episode with one take, whatever flows. We will talk about the study and we will talk about intent with just no basic guidelines. Like I, I kept tr- trying to follow a script and it just didn't work for me. So we're going to go ahead and just jump right in. So the study that I wanted to talk to you guys about today is called Effects of Distant Intention on Water Crystal Formation, a Triple Blind Replication. It was done by the Institute of Noetic Sciences in Petaluma, California. Shout out to my girl Julia because I asked her for studies um, of all of this super cool stuff that I do not have access to. Um, side note, education should be free, especially um, peer-reviewed articles, but that's a whole different conversation. Okay, so this study is super duper cool. What happens is they had three bottles of water inside an electric, electromagnetically charged room in Petaluma, California. And what they did was they had people in other parts of the world over three days, 1,900 people in Australia and Germany focused their intentions towards these water samples located inside this electromagnetically charged room. And what happened was they, at the end of the study, pulled these water samples and looked at them under a super special strong microscope. 
And how these water studies were related, or how they were rated, sorry, um, was on relative quote-unquote beauty of like the crystal after it had been frozen. And now here's the fucking crazy part. And I will, of course, put this study in the show notes because um, I want all of you guys to be able to like refer back to actual science and kind of um, not just take my word for it, you know? I, I, I appreciate you taking my word for it, but if you want to, the science will be attached. Okay, so the crazy part is the bottles of water that people had focused their intentions on actually crystallized beautifully, and they were noticeably different. Now, why is this study important? I'm not going to go into huge debt because, or depths. <laughs> I hope I don't go into debt either, but I'm not going to go into huge depth on this study because I think that what we can gain from it is so much more important than the actual study itself. So the study itself is fantastic. However, I think that the basis of this study is so important. It's so crucial. The fact that we can affect water just with our intentions, just with our thoughts, is gnarly. Now, the human body is composed of 70 to 90% water, depending on age, activity, how much, of course, water you drink. This theory, this concept, this idea that has now been proven and replicated is giving us physical, tangible proof of what we say and what we do, and the energy that we put out into this world is actually affecting other people. It's actually affecting the way that things happen, not just to us, but around us and to the people that we are around. I had a super interesting interaction where someone gave me a compliment that left me pondering for a solid 30 minutes. It was uncomfortable. It was weird. The compliment was nice, But I was picking up on the intent behind it and it left me feeling insecure and gross. I felt gross. I felt the way that their negative energy and their projections of how they were feeling about their body was now being put on me. And maybe I'm intuitive enough to pick up on it, but how many of the things that we listen to when we hear day to day are we not picking up on? Well, Let's take a second. Our conscious brain is not picking up on it. Our subconscious brain is absorbing all of this, all of it. And so even though people can quote unquote say nice things, we are getting the energy that they are throwing into this world. And I think that this also goes the other way around. So if I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, wow, Andrea, this is wrong with your face and this is wrong with your body and you could fix this and you could do that. Well, then that's the energy that I'm going to go out and put into the world as well. Like I'm going to turn around, I'm going to look at other people and be like, wow, they're cute, but like this could be fixed or that could be fixed or this could be fixed. Again, it's all energy and it doesn't really matter what you do or what the action is. Intent is going to be more effective on the outcome. Intent is going to have a bigger and more crucial role in the things that we do. There is no validity. Well, at least (laughs) 
In my experience, there has been little to no validity in me doing acts of kindness without wanting them to be, I don't want to say altruistic 100% because that's a whole different psychology theory, but I definitely can feel the happiness that comes and the, the patience, the love that comes deep within me when I do things without having a second thought about how is this going to come back to me or how am I going to get something in reward or, you know, just trying to be very conscious about the energy that I'm putting in the world, the energy that I am portraying for other people. But more importantly, the energy that I'm portraying for myself, like no one's going to get up and tell me every day, hey, you've got this, you can do this. I have to do it myself. Sometimes it's a little bit easier to be kinder to other people, but because we don't have and don't find true kindness for ourselves, it sounds and it feels inauthentic. Not because you don't actually think that you can be kind to other people. That's not what I'm saying. We should always be kind to other people, even if we don't feel great with ourselves. But the hope is that we can feel great with ourselves and that we can be in this place of at least not negative. It doesn't have to be toxic positivity. And we will do a podcast episode on that because, wow, am I pissed off with toxic positivity. But... But at least we don't have to be negative. We can sit in the space of neutrality. Going a step further, what are we listening to? Are we absorbing messages on social media that are constantly telling us we're not enough? Are we listening to music that is extremely negative and depressing? And I'm not going to say that you shouldn't. All I'm saying is, are we internalizing these messages and then turning around and throwing them back into the world? I was also an emo growing up. I was an emo kid in middle school. I loved all of these dark, super like intense, you know, music and movies and shows. I was listening to true crime for a long time. And it wasn't until I dove deep in the intention setting of things that I'm doing in my day-to-day life and how it's affecting me that I was like, whoa, No wonder I'm so fucking paranoid. Like, all I do all day is listen to podcasts about people getting murdered. So, all this to say, I'm going to invite all of us, myself included, to be a little more gentle. Not just with ourselves, with other people, with the energies around us. It's a fucking hard time. Like, it's a hard time to be alive. It's a hard time to sit with your mental health. It's a hard time to try and get work out in every day, sleep eight hours, and be super positive or super happy or super uplifting. Like, this is a time for growth and, I hate to say it, survival. Like, we're all just fucking trying to survive. So, throughout these upcoming days, let's take a step back, slow down for two seconds, and really listen to our intents. Are we being intentional when we're doing self-care? We don't have to do a bath. Maybe we just do a face scrub, but that is enough intent. That is enough love and enough self-care. And your intention is truly to help yourself that it's going to help and it's going to be proactive. Maybe we're not giving somebody a compliment, but we're also not commenting on their body or also not making them feel awful. Maybe we are listening to things that are going to raise our vibrations and being intentional about 
you know, listening to one true crime podcast a day as opposed to five. That one was for myself. I am trying to listen to less true crime. (laughs) So I hope that you found some value in this very, very short and very segmented and fragmented podcast. I'm sorry it sounds that way. Again, we will be switching recording platforms. For now, I appreciate you being here. I love you, and I hope you have an amazing day, an amazing week, and honestly, an amazing life.